Ladies and gentlemen, it's another Art House Rewind. I'm Matt. I'm Keller. And I'm Brian. And we are here today to talk about all things film, art, and culture, particularly literally, as it uh, <laughs> contains, as it pertains. I'm doing great. You're so uh, good. It's been we a day. We forgot to do our vocal warm-ups. <laughs> yeah, apparently, <laughs> yeah. Uh, as it pertains to Billings, Montana, and what's happening with Art House Billings. Yeah. And uh, so we've got some fun conversation, I think, that we're going to have. Cool. One of those, we're feeling through the dark on this one, gentlemen. Oh. The, the topic was thrown out there. And then by yours truly, by that's Brian. That's Brian. Yeah, wait, you guys wait. don't know our voices yet. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what are we calling this again? Uh, needle drop. <laughs> this is this is great. Okay, we are not a morning radio show. We do not need <laughs> effects for everything. So uh, we're gonna have a conversation about needle drops, what they are, and some of our personal favorite needle drops within films. And uh, I'm excited to hear what you guys have to say. So. Cool. But before we get into that, Brian, tell the people what they need to know what's happening in our world. Well, um, at the Babcock this week, we are holding on to Jurassic World Dominion for another week. Which I've seen. Keller, have you seen it? Uh, Brian, have you seen it? What else is happening, Brian? Um, (laughs) Neither of you have seen it. it. Are you saying you guys don't have seven-year-old sons, boys in your house? Well, they... I Not in don't. my house. Okay. <laughs> well, you're missing. You're missing <laughs> that out. You know of. It's a. It's a. Uh, it's a good time. Yeah. So I, so, I am going to watch it this okay. next week. That's well. Yeah. We'll ask You've only week. got a week to catch it. So. Uh, so Jurassic World Dominion. Jurassic World Babcock. Dominion. Get it while it's hot at Babcock, and then uh, at Art House this week we are holding on to Jazz Fest, a New Orleans story, a documentary about the uh, New Orleans jazz and heritage festival so uh check that one out if you haven't already it's a pretty good documentary kind of highlighting their 50th anniversary when that happened and then we are opening uh cha-cha real smooth oh. which i watched this morning and thought it was really great um so now i've caught both of cooper rafe's films this is his second film i saw Shit House last week and i really loved both of those so Honestly, I think he's one of our greatest young directors right now. Up he's and comer. Up and will. comer, you yeah. might say. So uh, for real, do check this one out. I think it's it's a rom-com that kind of subverts expectations and does some fresh things. And I, I think he's got a real interesting, uh, sensitive voice, in, if you oh. could say that. So, I mean, that's what I noticed in both of those films. So that's what I think makes him stand out. And cool. I'm excited to see how it goes. I'm excited to check it out yeah. as well. So... Um, So we're talking about needle drops, which is one of those terms that uh, if you've been around film or just culture in general, you hear it a lot. But there's a specific, you know, uh, definition, as in most words, (laughs) for what a needle drop is and what it isn't. And so our resident film expert, Brian, what is a needle drop? Uh, So a needle drop is when a film uses a pre-existing song within their film uh, to kind of... uh, move along their story. Uh, so something like score, like the Star Wars theme or something, is not one, nor is something that was created for the film, a la My Heart Will Go On or something like that. Uh, those would not be considered needle drops. Um, but something uh, along the lines of, I mean, there's countless examples that I could use, but um, say something like uh, In Your Eyes, uh, Peter Gabriel mm-hmm. in... Uh, 
say anything. <laughs> I had to think for a second. There you go. There. So and and it's a so it's a song that shows up in a film that is you know uh, has existence before the film exactly. and doesn't exist solely for the film. So um, it might be a song that shows up on the soundtrack for the film. For sure, but that doesn't necessarily yeah. mean. So is a needle drop something that the characters in the film are interacting with the song necessarily, or it can be something that's just playing? Either for the way, audience. it doesn't necessarily need to be sure. uh, something that they're interacting with. Um, sometimes so. That would be diegetic is something that like if some a character is listening to the radio, that would be considered diegetic music, whereas non-diegetic music is something where we're as the audience are hearing it to kind of set the mood for it, but the characters themselves are not hearing it. Yep. Yep. Sure. I like it. Good yeah. term. So you know, this is why this is why we yeah. pay Brian the exactly. Medium bucks. Yeah, wow. I <laughs> so, learned something. You did. Uh, so, gentlemen, we're here to talk about our favorite needle drops in films. So I've got two that when Brian... Can I, can I do a little bit of backstory as well? Of why we're talking about this at all? Oh, sure. I guess. <laughs> okay. it's story time with Brian. Story time with Brian. Brian. Uh, so the reason I threw this out to the audience, or to us, to talk about was um, recently, uh, because of the new season of Stranger Things, uh, <gasps> Kate Bush's uh, Running Up That Hill reached within the top 10 in the U.S. charts, even though it's a song from 1985. Mm -hmm. uh, this is her first top 10 single in the U.S. and kind of brought a new resurgence into her uh, body of work by some younger folks. So uh, kind of made me think of famous needle drops. Um, you guys want to play a game well, or do you want to do ours and then we'll play game? it? There's so many things Let's I don't know what's happening. Yeah. So, I mean, it's interesting because I have not watched... Uh, the latest season of Stranger Things, and it's like showing up in all my news feeds for the last like couple weeks. Yeah, Bush, this song, mm -hmm. like all of this stuff, and I was like, "What is happening?" And so it's and that happens a lot in, uh, with different films where a song shows up and maybe comes back to prominence, or maybe for the first time into prominence because of uh, the way it's used within the film, which is really really cool. I think to. Yeah, to see that happen. So, Brian, what game are we playing? <laughs> so, I was going and to uh, name a couple famous needle drops to see if you guys can name what films they're oh, from. So let's let. Can we do our favorites first? Yeah, because it, it there could be the chance that that will uh, double up. Yep, that it yeah. will double up. So we can do that. Uh, Keller, let's start with you because the people haven't heard much of your voice yet, and we're giving the people what they want. What's uh What's a needle drop that comes to your mind when it comes to like you just when Brian threw this out there? Boom, was there. Uh, so, <laughs> the first one that, dude, this mic stand, <laughs> the first one that came to mind for me is the the song that comes up at the end of the movie Drive, Okay, which is a song called A Real Hero by the band College. Okay. Um, it's also kind of like a synth pop tune. Yeah. Um, but it's... Uh, here, let me play a little little bit of it. Oh, oh God. Sorry. That's the wrong song. I'm sorry. That's embarrassing. Here it is. But that's all we could play due to copyright, so. Okay. You okay. put me in the mood. Thank you. Oh, yeah, that was great. Uh, Drive is a great uh, music movie. Yeah. A lot yeah. of good music there. I get, I've got a second one, though. But why did you pick that one? Oh. Um, the, you know, to be honest, I don't even remember this scene that well. <laughs> 
But it's but it's the end. It's at the very end of the film, so they're probably just driving off. Is it when the, the credits were rolling? It was like it was. Yeah, it was I, get to, I get to leave now. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great song. Uh, yeah, probably actually. Let me pull the, out Shazam and find out what this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just such a vibe, you know, man. I heard it. I heard the, <laughs> and I was just full vibe. Fest. So this is legitimately your reason for why you picked it, or this just that song came to your mind. That song came to my mind. It's okay. like, As a great honestly, it's such a good song. Okay. Yeah. Had you heard the song before? Never. Okay. Yeah. So that's and, a good reason. I like and, it. And uh, at the time, Spotify, I didn't have Spotify or Apple Music or anything. So literally, uh, to listen to it, I would just go to YouTube mm-hmm. on like my MacBook Pro and mm-hmm. just listen to it. And then I'd go to class. I like it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, and you have another one. Yeah, I do. I do want to say this. The other day, I mentioned this to you. Uh, we the song "Papa Was a Rolling Stone" came mm-hmm. on. Yep. And I leaned over and I said, "Hey, have you seen the movie Munich by Steven Spielberg?" But there's a great scene where. Uh, Sorry, is this your other pick, or this is just an aside? So my other pick is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm just curious where I put this. <laughs> uh, no, this is just an aside. That's fine. But the. <laughs> is playing these guys are waiting for a bomb to go off yep oh it's so good but it's not it's not one of your top uh yeah it might be it might be in the top seven (laughs) uh but my second one is the movie the whackness which is never even heard of this yeah it's okay so check it out it's uh josh peck from drake and josh and uh ben kingsley uh, Josh Peck plays a drug dealer who sells weed in New York. Ben Kingsley is a therapist, but he buys weed from Josh Peck. Okay, but the the whole soundtrack is like '90s hip hop. But that was the first time that I heard a tribe called Quest. Oh, and it was their song "Can I Kick It," which samples um, that great Lou Reed song, um, "Wild Side." Take a walk, walk on the on wild, wild side. side. Yeah, but it's like. Literally, I heard that, and I was just like, "What? what is this? Yeah. Life changer. Yeah. I like it. But honestly, I heard that, and there was no Shazam or anything at the time. So I was like, I didn't, I wasn't able to figure out what it was mm-hmm. until like six months later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, like isn't I that, fell in love with the Trek Isn't that quest. kind of one of the best things of like coming up in the internet age is like, you didn't have this technology, but things stuck with you. And then it's like, like I've definitely like Googled like, vague memories of a movie that i remember seeing and just type it in and then it tells me what it is and i'm like oh i would have never known this yeah totally totally yeah Yeah, i love it brian yeah what's your (laughs) (laughs) what's your hey matt yeah what's up (laughs) for needle drops um so i do have a few here um but uh, a few yeah Okay. Dude, he's got Let's like a go. Did you not read there. our instructions? I, I did my best, <laughs> okay. but apparently I didn't do well enough. <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, one that really came to mind for me was, um, even though I was aware of the kinks beforehand, uh, when I saw Darjeeling Limited, the Wes Anderson mm-hmm. film, um, not only is the kinks used pretty prominently in that, but the three songs they use, uh, This Time Tomorrow, Strangers, and Power Man, all were contained within the same Kinks album, Lola versus Power Man and the Money Go Round. Yep. And so even though I was aware of the Kinks, like 
I found it really interesting that he used them all from a singular source mm -hmm. so that when I was able to discover it, I was like, oh, all of these exist on yep. one album and it's thus become one of my favorite albums. Wes Anderson is a master of the needle drop. For sure. Like just that, For sure. Oh, man, every one of his films, I like even if it's music I I know and I've heard before, like mm -hmm. the vibe around all the other things in the film, all of a sudden that song is... Ten times cooler than it was before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it's great. So yeah, yeah. So good pick. Yeah, definitely. And like I said, it was really interesting the way that you know he knew that those were all coming from the same source. Mm -hmm. uh, he did something similar in uh, Royal Tenenbaums with Rolling Stones when yeah. he used Between the Buttons uh, to play not only She Smells Sweetly but then also Ruby Tuesday. Uh, they actually played consecutively, even though they don't play consecutively on the album. He, in the director's commentary, even said, like, I know I flubbed that, but <laughs> this just felt better. <laughs> so, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that's the first one. Uh, another one that uh, really hit me uh, at a formative time uh, as I was a fresh little baby boy going off to college. Uh, one of the first films I saw in theater when I got to college was Lost in Translation, Sofia Coppola's Lost in Translation. And uh, all around that film just hit me every which way. It was, you know, I had never seen a film quite like that. And the soundtrack to it was all otherworldly music to me yep. that I was like, it's new, but it's old and all this. And uh, the one that closes out that film, uh, The Jesus and Mary Chains, Just Like Honey, um, really hit me mm -hmm. as like a strong closer to the film, but then just stuck with me all through college and became one of my favorite songs from one of my favorite bands. I like so, it. Yeah. So Keller got three. Would you like a third one? Well, I mean, I do have another one. <laughs> Matt, what are your favorites? <laughs> I want to hear mine. He wants to hear mine. I only have been, two, by he's the been, way. So. <laughs> he's been waiting patiently. Um, so the last one that I want to mention is another Sofia Coppola. Uh -huh. Um this one's interesting in that, um, so the follow-up to Lost in Translation was the film Marie Antoinette. And about a year before Marie Antoinette came out, they dropped a teaser trailer for it. Does anyone remember it at all? No. I don't. Okay. So um, it's this Renaissance period piece. Everyone's dressed up, but they're playing contemporary music. And the teaser trailer to it really is what struck me. It is used in the film itself, but the teaser trailer really struck me with um, New Order's Age of Consent. They just played that throughout the entire teaser trailer, and it just set this mood and this vibe that, um, yeah, I immediately had to find out what this was. And again, there was no Shazam at the time, so I was just like, oh, what are the lyrics that I'm kind of hearing? And then type that in to mm -hmm. find what it was. So cool. uh, that was awesome. And then uh, also the second trailer to that, and also used in the film, that has become probably my favorite song of all time is New Order's Ceremony. Um, favorite which, song of all time. Honestly, yeah, it's... For a good long time, that's. I haven't been... even heard of New Order. You haven't. I'm sorry. Oh. Yeah. So not only did that, I mean, that also led to uh, discovering Joy Division, since those bands are pretty closely related, and oh. um, so it's a lifelong love of New Order and Joy Division based on Marie Antoinette. That's so, really cool. That yeah. is cool. Thank you, Brian. Yeah, I what did... a lovely story. Man, I never <laughs> saw that movie, but I remember when it came out. Uh, yeah. What was her name? Who played the? Le uh, Marie Antoinette? Yes. From Spider-Man. One second. Kirsten. Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst, yes. yeah. Cool. 
That's all. Thanks, Keller. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> what about your favorite needle drops? So I've got two. Uh, so and I'm just shooting from the hip. So the th- when Brian sent out the message saying, "Hey, what if we were to talk about this?" Uh, these were the two that just top of mind right there, right away. So one of them is very obscure, but it was a film that we played at Art House back in 2017 called The Party, and it's kind of a it almost feels like a play stage yeah. production. It all happens in a house, and it's you know very character driven. Not much happens, but <clears throat> towards the beginning of the film, these uh, people are getting ready for their guests to arrive at their home, and there is a, a literal needle drop. He puts on a vinyl, mm-hmm. and there's a song that plays. And when that song started playing, it was, ju- it was I, I I was sitting in the theater. It was Friday morning. We were doing the preview, and I was just. I don't know. It just grabbed me. I love the song. And I was like, these people are cool. This movie is awesome. And I can't wait to see where this goes. Even though it doesn't really go like to drastic, huge places. It was just this thing, like the vibe we've used a lot of times. It was just this vibe. And I and I did the thing that we talked about because I was watching it in the theater. And I, I had Shazam at the time, but I didn't <laughs> use it. But the song got done and the movie went on and I didn't want to like pause the movie and all that stuff. So I just like spent so much of the movie when I should have been like fully engrossed <laughs> in the movie on my phone, like trying to find what what the heck. And it's a small indie film, so it's not yeah. like there's a soundtrack out there. Yeah. Or, yeah. So I remember just hunting and hunting and finding it and then really getting into this artist for a while. It took me a while to come to find it again because I haven't listened to it for a couple of years now. But the artist is Ernest Wranglin, if any of you have ever heard of <laughs> Ernest Wranglin. And uh, it's just really, really great. The song in particular that I really fell in love with was called Surfing. So Surfing, Surfing. by Ernest Wranglin from The Party 2017. Just really yeah. great. Really great. But it felt fun and sophisticated. Like, yeah. I want the world to see me. So. Exactly. <laughs> I have like an Apple Music playlist of songs like that where it's like sophisticated instrumentals that it's like if I throw a party I'm yeah. going to put this on to make me seem sophisticated and that's even exactly, though that's like, the only time I ever listen to it. I think that you're you're hitting it on <laughs> nail on the head for me as far as like if I throw this is the kind of literal needle drop I want to have like oh by the way let me put this on. Yeah. Like, Welcome. <laughs> Would you like some scotch or chardonnay yeah. on my house? <laughs> I just I just said the fanciest drinks I could think of. <laughs> scotch. Would you like like some scotch or chardonnay. I also have some tropical punch Capri Sun. <laughs> yeah, ever heard of sun kiss? Uh, anyway, some fresh sunny the D. That's what I was thinking. Okay, so that would be the first one. The second one is very, very mainstream, but was a formative moment for I think many people, and that is Bohemian Rhapsody in oh, no. Wayne's World. Yeah, that oh, moment yeah, yeah. in the film. Oh, that was my discovery yeah. of that song as yep. a middle schooler, I believe, at the time. Watching it at a friend's house, like what is happening? Not yeah. only in the movie, but with the music, and it's just like, ah, you know, yeah. just everything. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, that, that would be my second one. Which is well known for sure. Yeah. Now, now that you say that, I think that was my first time like actually experiencing the song too. Mm-hmm. Which that's such yeah. a great scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, and really put that song on the map for a whole new generation. Yeah, like for so many people. That's what I people. felt like. When I watched Thor Ragnarok, yeah, like I re- I remember like seeing it, and it's like I already know what immigrant song is, mm-hmm. but for like a, a whole different generation, I was like, people are discovering who Led yeah. Zeppelin is because of this film. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, Good. which Love it. little little thing about that song in particular, 
the first time it was played in a film was School of Rock. Oh, really? Yeah, and I guess they had mm-hmm. a like really difficult time getting the rights to it to play it. And Jack Black literally sent uh, 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 Jimmy Page, even though I was holding a microphone, <laughs> Jimmy Page, <laughs> uh, uh, like a, a letter, like begging him to use it. And, and it worked. Let, and it worked, yeah. Cool. All right, Brian, we got a couple minutes okay. for your we'll little We'll just do game. three. We'll just do three. Okay, All so right. what's the game and what are the rules? So I'm going to name some needle drops, and you tell me which film you I'm believe it is from. I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose. <laughs> okay. So the first one, I mean, they're all pretty easy. Okay. So um, let's do, because I only have a few to use here. Let's do New Finding Slang. Dory. New Slang the Shins. <laughs> Uh, no man, the Shins. What a great band! Yeah, there. Yeah. You want to talk about the I, Shins? I, I love the Shins. Think, think awesome. of just the Shins oh, from it any. Was, oh, it's probably, uh, dude. What is it? Uh, Zach Braff. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. Orange uh, County. Duh. Not Orange <laughs> County. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> what are you talking I, I, about? This is not. I know. I know. Uh, now you're in my head. I always it's, get those mixed up. Uh, what is Garden it? State. Garden State. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Cool. Because okay. this song will change your life. I had to think Shins, not yeah. the song itself. Which was another one of those that like, this was transformative for so many people. I Actually, already knew who the Shins were at the time. I that just, was the soundtrack we spun a lot. Oh, yeah. 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 The, oh, that soundtrack's great. Yeah. Man, the, actually, I discovered the band Spoon, who I really love, from the movie American Pie. They've got a song. Yep. I didn't okay, know okay, they had Brian. one in there. Keller, okay. Keller loses a point for distracting us away <laughs> okay. from the game. Um, so then let's do, this will be an easy one, I would think. Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers. Uh, How does that go again? Unchained Melody. <laughs> no, that's not how it goes. What do you think? I, I mean, I can. I feel like I can... Oh my! I know, love, I know. So it's oh, ghost. That, that, that's, yeah, oh, it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ghost. I, um, ghost. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Sand, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's another. I mean, with the <laughs> I was Kate Bush say thing. Sandlot. <laughs> um, that's the first instance that I know that like a song came back so big that it was like number one on the radio again mm-hmm. yeah. because of Ghost. So <laughs> that was one. And then this will be the tough one. <laughs> Because the other two is the so other easy ones are for so us. easy. Um, song I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it like Miser Lou by Dick Dale. Miser Lou, Dick Dale, the surf Dick rock. Dale. Yep, yeah, surf rock. Um, man, I don't know. It's what a Surf it's... rock oh, tune you know from what? probably Pulp, like Pulp Fiction. Yes, yep. So that is literally yeah. like that is just synonymous with Pulp Fiction at this point. That if you hear that song, that's what that is. It's just yep. Pulp Fiction. Okay, Brian, so. I've got one for you. Give me. Just to wrap this up, the song What I Say by Ray Charles. Um, Ray. You got it. You got it, Matt. That's the correct <laughs> was answer. Was that really what you were that doing? Was the correct no, answer. It wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. 100%. <laughs> All right. One last one just for Keller. All-star. Okay. Smash Mouth. Oh, dude, uh, that's from the Ben Stiller... Oh, Shrek, but uh, you know what it was originally from. Originally, you know, the original intent of this song was, was written in the written. Alps. Was, for was, was the the, uh, the superhero movie with Ben Stiller. Oh, the Mystery Men? Mystery Men. It was no. written for that? Yeah. I did not know that. Did not yeah, know like, that that's why that's why the music video has them in it. Yeah. I didn't know that. So as a superhero-starved kid, 
I loved Mystery Men because there weren't enough superheroes. Cool. You also love All Star by Smash Mouth. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, how about never this? did? Yeah, really? even at never the time. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. I had it on hit clips. I liked Walking on the Sun. Oh, that was that nice. Yeah, Man, the like organ. All right, we, ladies and gentlemen, we've already taken more <laughs> overtime than we were supposed to. Thanks so, for playing, everyone. Brian, thank you so much for uh, hey. helping us talk yeah, about thanks. things. Hey, like everybody, that. send us your favorite needle drops to podcasts at arthousebillings.com. Yeah, that'll be a nice uh, thing in our inbox yep. to receive. So we will definitely nice. get in and then read. Like, comment, share, post, all of the things. Smash yeah. that subscribe button. Smash so. mouth that like button. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we hope to see you all very soon at a theater near you particularly if you live in billings we hope that's art house or the babcock thanks everybody thanks everyone thanks.